My gut grinders go to jail. I'm in jail, but I'm not the gut grinder. <laughs> it's podcast time. Group on grab your friends. We'll talk about bear disclaims. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I am Amy. I'm Matt. And here we are. Reviewing all the episodes of Adventure Time, starting from number one, going all the way to the end. Matt, how are you? I'm swell, how are you? All I can see is your eyes peeping up over your microphone stand. I know, right? It's pretty amazing. You look like um, Wilson from that one show with Tim Allen. Home Improvement? That one. Nice. <laughs> Who I've always Except aspired to be. Except you have more hair. How was your day? Good. Merry Endgame, Matthew. Merry Endgame. People are like, what does that mean? <laughs> We're going to go see the new Avengers er, words. We're going to see the new Avengers movie tonight, and we're pretty flipping excited. Yes, we are. Yep, we got our tickets a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. A couple weeks ago. A couple <laughs> weeks ago. It's going to be the end of an era. It is. Who would have thought that Harry Potter would make it this far? That's right. You know, I hope that Spock helps them. Yeah, and I hope that this time they blow up the Death Star for good. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so this month marks the end of a lot of things. It's true. We're getting the end of this lineup of Avengers movies. Yep. We've got the end of Game of Thrones coming. Oh my gosh, Game of Thrones. I love you. Me too. And also tonight is the end of us recording reviews of the first season of Adventure Time, finally. It's crazy. Yeah. So we apologize for the delay. We, I am recovering from a concussion. So that happened about... Like three weeks ago, and ever since then, it's been really tough to like watch TV and be on the computer or anything like that. So I've been really trying to minimize that, and I'm finally feeling well enough to do the things. So we're here. We're here, and we're super excited to talk about Adventure Time. Yes, we are. We had to shake off the recording cobwebs tonight. Yeah, we did. I, it was so fun when I turned on like the episode when you hit play. It was like coming home. It was like watching our show again and just feeling just like excitement for what's this episode going to bring. And I was really, really excited to see. Yeah, it really helped that at least the first one we watched tonight, I thought was very good. Yeah, I agree. I liked it a lot. Definitely top 10. Mm-hmm. The but the season one, finale is yeah. another story. <laughs> Left much to be desired. Yes, I agree. I so, agree. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This eye thing is just killing me. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> you ready to get on with the show? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Season one, episode 25, His Hero. And episode 26, Gut Grinder. Gut Grinder. What? Okay, on with the show. Why would that happen, honey? Why would you allow that to happen? Like, give people like this behind the scenes thing where they hear our real voices and I'm, I'm like a super jerk. Yeah. All right. Season one, episode 25, His Hero, was directed by Larry Leachleiter and Patrick McHale, written and storyboarded by Adam Mudo, Kent Osborne, and Nikki Yang. Air date was September 20th, 2010. It had 1.83 million viewers and an IMDb rating, IMDb, I did it right, IMDb rating yeah. of 7.8. That's an all right yeah. number. Hey, yeah. That's cool. That's all. It's like exactly the same as every other episode of the season as far yeah. as ratings. Yeah, pretty much. So the title card for this episode is Billy standing on a skeleton-ridden hilltop with his axe planted in the ground. 
And Amy noticed that there's also a boom box there. It was really fun and festive looking. So we open up the episode with Finn and Jake. They're like fighting the swamp giant who has captured the mini queen. Uh, mini queen. And they're like falling down a long, long cliff and they're on top of the swamp giant. And the, and the swamp giant is really interesting because he has, he's like swampy, but, but he, he has a body form and he has trees growing out of his, like a mini ecosystem growing on each of his shoulders. So it, it was actually really kind of cool. It's like if Swamp Thing was malformed. Yeah, with an ecosystem on his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to save Mini Qu- Queen. I keep wanting to say Mini King. Mini Queen. And they're like punching him. They're like, tell us where she's at. And all of a sudden they hear this. Me, 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 me. I was hoping you were going to try her voice. <laughs> <laughs> so Mini Queen is like, me, 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 me. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't do that again. And yeah, you might hurt yourself. So Finn's like, wait, I think I hear her. And they pull up a, a like a mushroom and they see her tied up to this to this mushroom and they save her. And then the swamp, uh, um, he holds on to Jake as he turns into a balloon and swamp giant falls to the ground and they land softly on top of him. Oh, and I loved how, so she's like, me, 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 me. And they're like, we can't understand her. And she writes on Jake's hand, um, thanks for saving me, XOXO, call me. Yep. Yet another princess in love with Finn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so they start walking home and they find the sword of the greatest warrior that ever lived, Billy. And when they say his name, it goes into this awesome like 80s ballad about Billy. It is so not cool. not a ballad, but it's a rock song. It is. It's like a, a rock ballad, yeah. if you will. And fun fact about that song, it's the first reference to the Lich King. Yes, that's right. Or the Lich. Is it the Lich King? The Lich? I think they just call him the Lich. I think it's just the Lich, too. So after a series of flashbacks or a montage, if you will, about Billy's greatest achievements, they try to remove the sword, which then makes this big crack in the ground. And they say, it's Billy's legendary crack. <laughs> One of those awesome lines that yep. I let's just let that sink remember. in. Billy's it's Billy's legendary crack. Legendary crack. <laughs> <laughs> um, they run in and they meet this old Billy who is just hanging out, sitting down. And he's voiced by Lou Ferrigno of Incredible Hulk fame. Yeah, it's really cool. He also sounds like Andre the Giant. Yeah, so he totally it was really kind of cool. I felt like so. Oh, I loved it. It was awesome. Yep. Anyway, Billy's and. The man. They start totally geeking out over Billy. Finn's like, I'm such a big nerd for you. And Jake's like, I want to be the dog version of you. (laughs) So Finn and Jake want Billy to basically apprentice them and uh, teach them how to fight monsters better. But Billy's like, no, fighting monsters is a waste of time. Like a dog chasing its own tail. And Jake's like, that's not a waste of time. And he just starts chasing his tail around on the ground. And he (laughs) goes, uh, 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 because he can't uh. quite get the the, his tail. (laughs) So Billy's like, well, evil's just going to keep coming back. So he tells them that they need to learn how to save people nonviolently. What is it that he says to them? He says, help people in your community. Be nonviolent. <laughs> That's right. What I think is funny about this is that they're just like so fanboying over Billy. And Billy's kind of like, he's become cynical in his age. And he's yeah. become just like, well, it doesn't really matter. Evil's going to still happen. And it doesn't really, you know, yeah, you saved the the mini mini queen, but Someone else has probably captured her by now. Yep. So he's already like, he's totally defeated. Yeah, at he's, this point. he's completely just jaded at this point in his life. And you can tell that Finn and Jake are kind of let down, but they're like, you know what? He's telling us that we need to do this thing. So we're going to act on what our hero says to do. So they're like, we're going to do this nonviolently. And they take off and 
Jake's like, I have a secret crush on you, Billy. Yeah, it was so cute. So while they're walking, they run into a cobbler being chased by a dragon. And the cobbler is asking them for help. But Finn and Jake tell the cobbler that they can only help if it's a nonviolent problem. So they're not going to kill this dragon. The cobbler says, well, he is hungry. So they're like, hey, we're going to go make you some food. And uh, we'll be right back. Then they're like, the dragon comes and he still chases after the cobbler. And the yeah. cobbler like runs off. Like, we can't take care of this problem for you, but hey. When <laughs> when they reach, so they go to the cobbler's town and they make that brown gruel and they start feeding the townspeople free gruel. This was really funny. One of the townspeople is like, hey, what's this? And, and they're like, it's food. Here, eat it. And the lady says, this gruel is very adequate. <laughs> for those of you keeping track, here is yet another madism. He will often say, this is very adequate. (laughs) This pizza is very adequate. That is accurate. So what happens, though, is then the cobbler shows up and he's like, what the heck, guys? Where were you? I got cap- you know, chased by the dragon for two days, and then I was under the um, enchantment of this evil enchantress for a week, and, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, just be quiet here. Eat some gruel. So then this cobbler starts growing this really like grotesque skin, and yeah. it starts like popping out everywhere. They're like, what did you put in this gruel? And Finn put in some he's like well i put some stone skin potions in the gruel thinking it would help them become more tough and so they start growing stone armor and uh one of the one of the townspeople like uh busts open his shirt and his belly button is breathing fire and this that one townsperson is like throughout the rest of the episode running around being like i need a doctor (laughs) doctor." it was like once you see enough episodes, you start to recognize some of the voice actors, and it's Pendleton Ward, the show creator and the, the voice of um, Lumpy Space Princess. Yeah, it was really great. That was one of my favorite parts of the whole episode. It was too. just this was guy hilarious. running around with this fire-breathing belly button. We laughed heartily throughout this episode. And by the way, the dragon that was chasing around the cobbler, when you think dragon, what this thing looks like isn't what comes to mind. No, it doesn't. It looks like kind of like a giant tadpole. Yeah, I'd say that, yeah. With like frog sacks coming out of it. Frog sack. Well, <laughs> anyway, Google it. Hey, Google it. It's awesome. It's cool. <laughs> so the heroes decide to take the cobbler's place while he goes to the dermatologist to take care of his rock skin, which looks like um, dragon scale from, uh, or gray scale from Game of Thrones. I got Game of Thrones on the mind. And a woman going to a fancy funeral asks Finn and Jake to fix her shoes. So they do, but the shoe becomes a weapon, like a, a knife comes out of the front of it, because Finn put a magic nail into the shoe. So he, <laughs> the cobbler comes back, and he's like, oh, well, you know, my skin's better. And then this lasso comes out of her shoe and ties him up, and he's like, why? And she's like, well, great, now I have to go to the funeral with a guest. Yeah, she was like, I, I was not... I'm not, I don't have a plus one or something like that. Yeah. So then they decide to become doctors and do plastic surgery on Lumpy Space Princess so that she can fit in her new swimsuit. The operation's successful, but Finn uses another magic nail and it turns Lumpy Space Princess into a cyborg, like a, a warrior cyborg. She has like one wheel that comes out of the bottom. Like yeah, it's really freaky, actually. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't know why they thought that they could pull that off. <laughs> Me neither. They want people to be able to defend themselves now that they can't defend them. That is true. I mean, I understand like the purpose behind what they're doing, but come on, guys. Really? You can't be doctor. And she burns the cobbler with her laser eye. She does. It was funny. Poor guy. Poor cobbler. (laughs) So the heroes realize they suck at being nonviolent and believe that they're never going to be helpful. And they were like, well, we're determined to be homeless and cannibals and live 
on the streets forever and they become really mopey and sad. But then the swamp giant returns to the village and he tries to grind up an old lady. So Finn finally gives in and beats up the swamp giant and saves the old lady. He's like, what is this? A fist of justice? No, it's my fist of justice. (laughs) I can't. Fist slowly rising up from the bottom of the screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So even though they save her, Finn starts to feel guilty as he feels like he betrayed Billy. And the old lady makes him feel better by saying that he can help people with violence because that's what he was born to do. (laughs) Just like I was born to be an old lady. Yeah, and you shouldn't believe old people. And and then (laughs) Finn's like, (laughs) he's like, I know what I should do. I need to believe this old lady. I am born to be violent. Jake's like, but didn't you say not to listen to old people? And he's He's like, like, I see it all so clearly. (laughs) This completely ignores (laughs) him. Yeah. So then they go back to Billy's cave and they tell him he was wrong and that they can help people by being violent. And Billy's like, you know what that old lady is right now? She's probably dead. And then Jake's like, no, she's actually on my back. Check it out. And she's like hanging out on top of his butt. Yep. (laughs) And they're like massaging each other. And then he's like squishing her face with his feet. It's weird. There's some real weird stuff (laughs) happening there. So this fixes a literal hole in Billy's stomach. The void that was missing in his life was being violent. Yep. (laughs) And you can see his heart starting to come back together. Yeah, like all the veins like come together and like form a heart. Yeah. So he tells Finn and Jake that they are his heroes. And this totally like geeks them out. They're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. There's a little climbing all over him and just like throws them down to the ground. Yep. He's like, get out of my cave. So they run off laughing happily as Billy's old spirit returns. I loved this episode. I did too. It was adorable. I really, really enjoyed this one. This is one of the episodes that I remember enjoying a bunch, but this time through, now that we're looking back on like the whole first season, this has got to be one of my top five or six. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it was really good. I liked the character of Billy. I thought he was really fun. Even though he didn't really have a huge part in it, I just thought it was just neat. I don't know. To see this other great... um, character who's a hero who's a positive influence on Finn and Jake yeah and the message yeah like get involved in your com- community and help in nonviolent ways is the really the the correct message in my mind like <laughs> that's that's the better message right and I thought I thought that was pretty cool like don't don't be violent don't be violent kids like <laughs> seriously be be nice to each other but this was a cute episode it was good yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. Okay, so any trivia that you found? Not much. I was a little light on the trivia on this one. Um, Actually, no, it's something you already caught in the episode. It's after Finn saves the mini queen, she writes, thank you for saving me, XOXO, calling me on his hand. I love it. Fun fact, Billy has six fingers on each hand. Wow, I never noticed that. Yep. That's awesome. This episode has had so many fun little side characters. It did. Yeah, it, like, was, it was pretty cool. Like the cobbler. The cobbler was so funny. <laughs> and the lady going to the fancy funeral. You know you know what the cobbler was, though? He was that character, you know, in, in, the, in the cartoons where all, all the bad stuff happens to them. Like Millhouse. Millhouse and the Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, totally. that, he was kind of that trope, but it was funny and it worked, it worked for this. Yeah. So where was the snail? So the snail was hiding behind the gruel pot after Cobbler confronts Finn about the stone skin. Snail watch, 2019. Snail watch. (laughs) 
Matt, what was your favorite line? You know what? How about this week? We do your favorite line first because I always seem to steal yours. Okay, okay, okay. So my favorite line, this is actually a pretty popular one, and there's a bunch of memes made of it already, but um, this is Jake saying, sucking at something is the first step to being sort of good at something. Yep, that is one of the most popular lines from the show. It is, and I love, love, love it because it is so accurate. It is. It's actually pretty good advice. Yeah, I mean, you you can't get better at something if you're not bad at it first yeah. or not great at it. I sort of suck at most things, but I know that one day I'm going to be at least maybe adequate. You're funny. Okay, what was your favorite line? My favorite line was, I can't beat up monster butts, but I can feed your hungry guts. That was a good one. I liked that. Finn talking about feeding people. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Impression? This gruel is very adequate. <laughs> of course you had to do that one. That was so good. <laughs> it was good. I I loved it. When I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is where you got that. Yep. All right, cool. Both of those, those lines that we know so well from this episode, neither of us knew where, was from this one. Yeah, that's so true. So my impression is the old lady also. It's, don't deny your rowdy nature, paladins, which I actually think was really, really cool because a paladin, um, so played World of Warcraft, and a paladin was a healer and also a armored... They could be like a tank, they could be a healer, um, or they could just be like general, what's the word I want to use? I can't recall the word I want to use, but they were. They could also be like part of the team to help the overall fight. And I just thought that was really kind of cool that she called them paladins because these are characters, Finn and Jake. I mean, there's a broader meaning here, not just some like, she could have said hooligans or she could have said you know, heroes, or she could have said something. But paladins implies a broader meaning, and I thought that was really neat. Cool. And who says video games can't teach you teach you things? You mean cartoons? Oh, video games. Yeah, because you got from World of Warcraft. I had no idea what a paladin was. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was really, really cool. Yes, and thank you for defining that word for me. You're welcome. Anything you didn't like about this episode? Anything I didn't like? No, I just really enjoyed this one. From yeah. beginning to finish, I thought it was fun, clever humor. Um, this one is kind of like a few other episodes that we really liked from yeah. the season, like Rainy Day Daydream or yeah. City of Thieves, mm -hmm. where it's like anything I can compliment this one on is something you can compliment in those episodes too. Sure, it had good absolutely. side characters, good lines. It's just this is another one of those classic classic examples of early Adventure Time and why I started loving the show. Yeah, I mean it's just a solid solid episode, and I I agree with you. It's just. It has a lot of different layers to it, and I think it just furthers the awesomeness of, of the overall cartoon. Yeah. Is there anything you didn't like about it? No, I, I really think I enjoyed the whole the whole episode. Yeah, I mean, it's just a classic, formulaic, good season one episode of Adventure Time. Absolutely. Oh, do you want to hear what your prediction was? Yes, for this more than anything. Based on its title? Yes. So, <laughs> Last week's prediction, based on the title, His Hero. Your your first prediction was basically the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> and then he started over. And your second prediction is as follows. Finn meets his hero, a comic book writer. He's on a book signing tour. He comes with Finn and Jake on a journey to fight off angry dinosaurs invading the Candy Kingdom. And it turns out the comic book writer is a disguise. He's actually the leader of the dinosaurs. Finn and Jake <laughs> have to team up with PB to defeat him. <laughs> <laughs> all right great <laughs> okay okay i remember right. like when you're coming over that one i was like she's really swinging for the fences now <laughs> <laughs> yeah fun. 
Yep, yep, oh. yep. All right, that so, that's special. Are you ready to get into the season season one finale? Yes. Of Adventure Time. It only took us what nine months to get here. It's true. Episode twenty six, Gut Grinder. This episode was directed by Larry Leachleiter and Patrick McHale, written and storyboarded by Akko Castera and Brett Oon. Air date was September 27, 2010. It had 1.77 million viewers and an IMDb rating of 7.4. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The title card is a close-up of an eye that looks like Jake's, reflecting some screaming people. It is freaky deaky. It is freaky deaky. So this episode begins with Finn trying to look for Jake and stumbling, stumbling across Jake's viola. And Finn picks it up and is like, golly, I wonder where Jake's at. Oh, I'll just pick it, play his viola. And he plays it really badly. Um, Jake appears and takes it back, proclaiming Finn is horrible at playing the viola. A cry for help springs the heroes into action, leading them to the village of the soft people. Oh, the soft people. This was a very disturbing thing. Yeah. I hated it. It's like, it's so cutesy that it's creepy kind of deal. Like, I didn't want to watch it. It was disturbing. First thing, when they walk into this village, it's so bright. Like, all the colors are so vibrant that it, like, hurt my eyes to look at the screen. They're, like, pastel colors, but more vibrant. Like, I don't know how to explain it. They're not primary colors. They're just pastels. But it just, it was awful. It's baby room colors. Yeah, and I'm going to have nightmares. I'm pretty sure of this. (laughs) So Finn and Jake appear at the village and the soft people cry out frightened. And one soft person says, I'm going to wee wee. And that's the thing that keeps coming up. Oh, it was so annoying. I know. And they appear sad because a creature called the gut grinder ate their gold. So this is the ridiculousness of these these people. It's ridiculous. They deserve to have their gold stolen. They would they would get together every week or something like that and just throw all their gold in the the middle of the road and dance around it. Yeah. But then the gut grinder came and stole it all. Okay, but but wait, so then he stole it, and then what happened? They found a cup, and they hid it under the cup, and then they decided that they liked it so much that they, and they really liked dancing, so then they removed it, and when the cup was gone, that's when the gut grinder came again and oh, stole right. it. Good call. Dummies. <laughs> See, this is what happens when I don't take like extensive notes. I get like so lost. <laughs> and luckily, luckily for all of us, Amy has a much better short-term memory than I do. Yay. Usually I'll watch an episode once during the week and I'll take like extensive notes on it. I'll have like a bulleted list of like points to cover, but then we kind of wing it from there. Right here, it's like, it's very minimal in the writing. So I'm just like, uh, gut, gut grinder. <laughs> I blame it on, I, I had some homework. Some, it's good. Keep busy. going. Let's go. So anyway, the villagers don't know what the gut grinder looks like really because they always cover their eyes in fright. So they don't wee wee. So Jake comes out and explains that he's not the gut grinder, much to the soft people's relief. But he says he is at first to make one of them pee out of her armpits. Yeah, he jokingly says that he's the gut grinder in order to scare them. And the same soft person said, I'm going to wee wee. And then he starts wee weeing by spraying liquid from both of his armpits. Yeah. It was awful. It's It seems like a different brand of humor for the show. Like it's, yeah. a, it's a little too, you Juvenile? know, little kid poop humor. Yeah, kind I of don't thing. like it. Finn then says these soft people are wee wee weird. Ah. He then announces that he will search for the gut grinder and that he swears to justice. So later, Finn and Jake start to make fun of each other as they travel. And they do so because Jake's like, well, maybe I am the gut grinder. Look at my feet. My footprints do. There were footprints on the ground. We forgot to mention that. And the soft people township. 
And he's like, my my feet do uh, fit into these. And Foon's like, dude, you're you can shape your body to fit into any footprints, so not valid. And he's like, oh yeah. And he's like teasing Finn because he moves his feet, and he's like, I'm Finn, and he's like tiptoeing. Anyway, so then they're led to another cry for, of help to the village of the Cube people, where similarly the Gut Grinder has eaten their gold too. And the Q people believe Jake is the gut grinder, much to his dismay. They So Finn and Jake tell the Q people that they're haunt, ha- hunting the gut grinder and try and take off again. And the Q people look like... like Minecraft yeah, people? Yeah, like Minecraft people. Like uh, It's like 80s totally. 8-bit graphics. And even like the music it plays when they're in that township is like 8-bit music from a Nintendo game. Yeah. So I like that whole vibe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Each village that they've stopped in, like somebody would pet Jake and call him cute. He's like, I'm not cute. But then he'd get into like this hypnotized state for from belly rubbing yeah like a coma like he's drooling and it's bonkers yep so like a real dog it's like the most dog-like thing jake has done in the show so far i'm a dog 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 bark 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 another cry for help alerts the two to the spiky people's village but finn's worried that uh they're gonna think that jake is the gut grinder too so he puts on like the grucho marx mustache and glasses classic disguise and jake like molds some of his fat into like a head and puts the glasses on that and then he shrinks his face down to like his torso which i don't understand why he did that <laughs> i don't either now he's just got two faces he looks redonkulous so they show up and the spike people say you know our, their gold's missing too and they show a picture of a jake looking creature and jake starts to shiver in fear and the shivering makes the uh, disguise fall off so the spike people imprison Jake for his crimes, leading Jake to further believe he's the gut grinder. He's like, only gut grinders go to jail. And then this really creepy <laughs> golem-like creature shows up next to him in the jail cell and says, I'm not the gut grinder. I'm here for the free grub. And he's like eating bugs off the floor. It is so disgusting. It's so creepy. And disturbing. And the part that kills me is like the animation on this guy is like super proportionately correct to a human like yeah it's like they put extra effort into making this guy it's like the only thing in this episode that they're like this is something we really value and we really want to make sure that it's like accurate so we're gonna make it look really like human and disturbing yep everything else in this one super cartoony little kitty looking and this guy is just he's the, the problem is that he's creepy in a realistic human way totally Which makes me love it. So Finn attempts to calm down Jake, but to no avail. So then Finn devises a plan to lure the gut grinder out into the open using that prisoner's golden tooth. His one. One golden tooth. tooth. I'd like to throw that out there. Yes. So he pulls it out of that golem guy's mouth. So he's like yelling out to the gut grinder. Yeah, you forgot a piece of gold. And then like this little head pops up out of a manhole that looks like Jake's head. It's so cute. And then it turns out it's more like a lollipop on a stick. Yep being held by the actual gut grinder who comes out of the sewer. And it is like a giant Jake-looking monster. Yep. Jake is still in this jail. This Golem character is like petting his stomach and like, oh, gut grinder, oh, gut grinder. And like, yeah, like, it's so freaky. (laughs) Anyway, so Jake then gets convinced that he is the gut grinder and adopts its persona and breaks out of the jail. So now we have the actual gut grinder and Jake are battling over this golden tooth. Kaiju style. Yep. <laughs> it is. Like Jake like takes Finn and like throws him out of the way and goes after the the gut grinder to get his this tooth. And Jake ends up um, victorious. Jake then starts to turn on Finn to take the tooth because it gets knocked out. Finn goes grabs it. Jake is like goes after Finn, was like, yo, this is mine. He's all crazy town. So Jake gets the tooth from from Finn. And starts to leave. But Finn's like, what the heck, Jake? Like, 
He knows that something's up and he has to fi- has, has to fix it. Um, his bag ends up ripping and outspills all the contents of his bag, which includes Jake's viola. To convince Jake to come back and like get out of this weird like state he's in, Finn starts to play the viola. And suddenly Jake's like, oh, don't play my viola. And he's like, I knew you that you would remember that. And, and Jake's like, you play it so horribly. And all of a sudden he turns back to the regular Jake. So the spiky people approach the gut grinder's corpse and want to rip it open. And then discover it's actually the spiky chief's wife, Sharon, in a costume. He's like, this is, it's not even made from real fur. It's made from cloth. Have you been sewing, Sharon? <laughs> she's like, so yes, funny. I've been sewing. And so... Have you been sewing, Sharon? I was like, wait, what? (laughs) All this gold just spills out of the gut grinder costume. It's like Scooby-Doo style. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And she said that she stole the gold because she wanted to go shopping and use Jake as a disguise because she thinks he's hot. And with the mystery solved, the spiky people give Finn and Jake a hug, ending with the both of them screaming in agony. Because they're spiky. Because on account of the spikes. Yeah. I disliked this episode very much what a downer of an episode to end a season on i know it was absolutely ridiculous yeah after like like, not adventure time ridiculous like bad episode ridiculous yeah i wasn't a fan of this one either i remember liking it and this time i was like this is a pretty weak one i know you're really excited about it too you're like i like both of these episodes when we turned it on and you're all afterwards you're like huh i don't remember remember that yeah i guess i just like Gollum guy in the cell yeah, yeah, he did really like that. It's hilarious. So, your overall impression, not great. Not great. No, this is definitely one of the my least favorite episodes in the entire first season. I have to agree completely. Like, you could legit not watch this episode and be fine. If this season ended with the one before this, it would have ended on a very high note. And that felt more like a season finale kind of Yeah, I agree. Too. I totally agree with that. This felt like a middle of the road kind of throwaway episode totally i was just so disappointed in it it was just the odd like the odd soft people were just freaky and the colors like it just wasn't a well i just don't like it i don't understand why i'm the lost for words i'm not gonna lie yeah i think it it got repetitive too where in each of the villages they go to it's really just the same thing over and over again yeah i don't feel like it i don't think that it built any of the characters up further it really makes me think that they didn't have an order that they planned these episodes, episodes yeah out that, in. that could be true for sure i'd love to hear what other people think about this because we think about like right now there's not a lot of scaffolding going on with the with the the show it's kind of these one and done episodes right yeah, which is fine yeah we have some some happening with with the Ice King a little bit and Marceline. Like we have some growth with those characters. And we're learning a little bit about um, Finn. Also, you know, we're seeing him transition also and learn more about himself and, and his role in, in the Land of Ooh. But we still don't know their history, which is fine. I just felt like this wasn't helping the rest of the episodes. So I mean, I get, I don't know what I'm saying. I wish that this was a better episode, I guess. Yeah, me too. Especially for, uh, for a season finale. Which reminds me, uh, we are planning on, before we jump into season two, we want to do uh, a ranking of the episodes in the first season. So we'll release that pretty soon. Yep, we're excited about it. We're going to work on it this weekend and release it soon. Yeah. So, Matt, where was the snail? So the snail showed up on the ground when the mayor of the spiky people is thanking Finn. You caught him. I did. I was like, oh my gosh, there's a snail. And it's all waving. It was so cute. Snail watch 2019. Snail watch, yeah. <laughs> all right 
What was your favorite line? My favorite line was, y'all the ones who are cute. I'm hot at Jake the dog. Yeah, uh, I have a follow-up to that one. Uh, so when they're in the cute people village, they're like, oh, he's so cute. That's where he says the I'm hot one. And then later, he, they're like, <laughs> he said, you're the ones that cute. I'll mess you up. I'll mess you up. Okay, but then I also have another one. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so at one point, Finn is sitting on Jake's back and they're walking and Jake is ruminating about the fact that he thinks he might be this gut grinder. Finn says, you can't steal gold when you're asleep. I watch you sleep. Justice never sleeps. Yes. And it's kind of, he's like, wait, what? You watch me sleep? And he's like, I take pictures. <laughs> the creep factor in Finn and his eyes get like super wide when he says it. Yep, That's- it was great. It was great. So that was actually the line I originally put as my uh, favorite line of the episode. Oh, yeah? Yep. That's awesome. All right. What's your impression, bro? My impression. Why, Sharon? (laughs) The mayor of the spiky village. Whose name is Cameron, by the way. Cameron. That's right. It's totally funny. They have like these realistic like names like Sharon and Cameron. And you're like, what? They look like starfish, basically. Yeah, they do. Spiky starfish. Spiky. That is a hard thing. Spiky scar. Ah, you did it too. What's your impression? Okay. It's always not now, Finn. I have a headache. (laughs) That was Finn. That's a very realistic thing that a child would say (laughs) if if their dad never agrees to play catch with them or something. Or they're in a very close relationship. (laughs) I think it's just like a nod to like. How much time they spend together. It was really funny. (laughs) Yeah, it was really great. When I heard that, I laughed out loud. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. (laughs) Oh. It is a hoot and holler. Would you like to guess what season two, episode one is going to be about based on the title? Yes, of course. More than anything. All right. And it's going to be the Emmy winning episode. It came from the Nightosphere. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is a lot of pressure. An Emmy winning episode. It came from the Nightosphere. That is a take on it came from a Midnight Clear, which is a Christmas song. Really? Yes. I'm such a uncultured Oh, it came upon a Midnight Clear. It came upon a midnight clear. You've never heard that song? I have. I didn't know that was the name. Now you know. And the more you know. The more you know. Okay. Anyway, so it came upon a nidosphere. So there's going to be snow and ooh. The nidosphere, it... What does your face look like that? Oh, nothing. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. The listeners don't see it. Anyway, I'm not looking at you now because you're distracting me. Okay, so... The Nidosphere is a another realm of being that Finn and Jake end up going to in hopes to save a princess from a bad guy who has captured them. Oh, wait. No, there's going to be snow. So maybe the Lich King or not the Lich King. Maybe the Ice King is part of this. I'll never tell. Okay, let me go back. So Ice King, it's going to happen with him, but it does happen. Nidosphere is a realm that they go to, but it has to do with the Ice King who steals a princess and takes to the Nidosphere to have a wedding. And I know that he's already tried this before, but you never know. So what happens is that it's there that they find out part of Finn's past and his past life and they flash back to past Christmases and we learn about him a little bit and then they defeat the night oh, I keep saying the night king the ice king and more game of thrones the, I know right get out of my head and they end up coming back and saving the princess from the scary nightosphere 
All right. That's a horrible guess. No, it's good. I do not feel confident in that. I apologize. That was really disjointed and I don't like it. You have nothing to apologize for. The show is disjointed on occasion. Thanks. Thanks, Tom Cruise. (laughs) That was said with a very Tom Cruise inflection. That's true. So he doesn't pause that much. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. So should we get to listener feedback? Listener feedback. Oh, yeah. Would you like to uh, read the first email? Heck yes, I do. All right, Brett C. sent us a message saying, thank you both for this amazing podcast. You two are totally algebraic. Thanks, Brett. It was a very cathartic moment when I finally let myself watch the Adventure Time finale last week, and I needed more. I found your podcast, and I am hooked, not just for Adventure Time content, but for you both as well. You are an idyllic couple. I'm trying to get my wife to like Adventure Time as much as me, and she's coming around. That is awesome. They live locally in Olympia, And they think it's pretty cool that we live in Washington as well. He says, your podcast is very well done. And I listen to it every day on my walk to work and on my walk on my lunch break. I'm glad that I'm just getting started because there are plenty of episodes for me to catch up on. I'll have to take my family to that ice cream place you mentioned, Salt and Straw. Yes, you will not be dismayed. It is delicious to Max. He said, also, next time you're in Seattle, you should check out Little Woody's if you like burgers. And we do. So we're definitely going to have to do that. Yeah, we were actively planning on that. Thanks for spreading sunshine and joy and for being such a great pair. My best friend and I have a podcast as well on Anchor called Intent and Instinct. It's more eclectic. We talk about literature, mixed martial arts, Vikings, languages, military fitness, and all sorts of stuff. So definitely check it out. I'm just getting to episode seven. And Matt, I was happy to hear that you ran eight miles. I'm sure you have passed your PR since then, but way to go. You two are an inspiration. Best love and regards, Brett. Thank you so much, Brett. We appreciate your feedback, and I hope that your podcast is going well. Yeah, so I'm going to be checking it out tonight. I'm downloading a couple episodes, and uh, I'd love to get back to you on that. Yeah, we have a long drive tomorrow, um, so we're going to listen to it on there. Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty stoked. Thank you for all the feedback, and also thanks for the burger place recommendation. Always looking for a good restaurant. We totally love burgers. They're like, so pizza is number one, burgers is definitely number two. Yep. Yep. And then ice cream. And ice cream. It ties with ice cream. We love ice cream. We love ice cream. It's so good. Yeah. Tillamook uh, birthday cake was one that we just had recently also, and it was- Oh, and uh, about the, the personal record, eight miles? No. <laughs> that was, I haven't crossed eight miles again since then, but one day. But he has been running quite a bit. Yeah. I figure like the more I run, the more food I, I can allow myself to eat. <laughs> Gorge. All right. You want to read the next one? All right. The next one is titled So Much Adventure Time by Nick E. Hello from St. Louis, Missouri to Matt and Amy. Last month, my sons and I decided to start Adventure Time from the beginning when our loot crate featured a Finn t-shirt and Xbox Live was offering a deal on Adventure Time Pirates of the Enchiridion. I still got to check that out. So since the world is throwing Adventure Time in our faces, I decided to seek out an Adventure Time podcast and yours was by far the most mathematical. Woohoo! Thanks, man. So I'd love it if you two could read my email on the show because my sons, Jackson and Vincent, would get a kick out of it. Hi, Jackson and Vincent. Hi, Jackson and Vincent. I love my boys so, so much. Thank you, Matt and Amy, for your entertaining reviews. We are big fans. Nick E., St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you, Nick. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a ton. It's awesome. Shout out to your boys. That's great. And we're glad that you like the cast. Yeah, and we're glad you're enjoying the adventure of getting through Adventure Time with us. Ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last but not least, we got a five-star review from iTunes. Thank you. Titled Ermiclerb by Chapupa. 
Hey guys, my name's Chalupa, legit last name, and I've been looking for a podcast just like yours for the longest time. I was unfortunately busy with life when the Adventure Time finale aired, and I've still yet to see it. As an inspiring animator, I love me some Adventure Time, and finding your podcast is the perfect side quest to parallel my revisit to the land of Ooh as I start this series from the beginning. You guys have wonderful banter, and it's truly a treasure to listen in every week and hear how this show has brought you guys closer together. Keep up the great work, and I'll continue to root for your guys and tell everyone about the great podcast. Skull emoji, okay emoji, hand. Love it. Love, love, love. Thank you so much. Thank we love you. doing this podcast. And I'm excited that you're an aspiring animator. So is Matt. Yeah. So uh, we are kindred spirits. I am an animation major, working my way through that degree, enjoying it. So yeah, it's really cool. Um, I'd love to know what kind of stuff that you've been working on. So that is the end of this wonderful season and episode. We're super glad you're here. If you want to rate and review us on iTunes, definitely check us out. We would love, love, love it. And you can check out our website at ohmyglobpodcast.wordpress.com. Facebook and Twitter are at ohmyglobpodcast. And email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. We will read your reviews on the air as well as your emails. We totally appreciate it. Thanks for sticking out with us. We're working on being a little more consistent with our episodes. Yeah, we do apologize. We we wanted to get back to weekly and then that injury happened. It's just, we're, we're trying to get back on it. <laughs> yep, life, life has happened, but we are devoted and excited to keep it on, keep it on. So thanks, have a wonderful night, and we will see you soon for, yeah. se- for our recap and rating of all the episodes of season one and then season two. Darn Skippy, you bet your bottom dollar. Yeah, you do. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.